My guest this week is Ethan Butte from BombBomb, and we talk about using personalised video to build powerful relationships. Welcome to episode 232 of the Marketing and Finance Podcast. This is the podcast for ideas and inspiration on marketing your business and growing your business and for discussing topics on all things finance. I'm Roger Edwards, a marketing guy and keynote speaker from Edinburgh. Talk to me if you want to cut the BS and the complexity from your marketing strategy. Welcome to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Thank you, as always, for downloading or streaming the show. I really do appreciate you taking the time to plugging me and my guests into your earphones. If you enjoy the Marketing and Finance Podcast, please do leave me a review on iTunes. It only takes 60 seconds. Just go to rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash iTunes and leave me a quick review. Have you ever sent someone a personalized video? I remember the first time I did this on Twitter when they introduced the ability to do personalized video. And the person I sent the video to was was overwhelmed. They sent me a message back, not a video message, by the way. They sent me a message back saying, that really made me feel special. It's a great way to engage with potential customers and existing clients. And this week's interview is with Ethan Butte from one of the companies that specializes in personalized video messages. So let's get right into that interview with Ethan right here on the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Ethan, welcome to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Thanks so much, Roger. I really appreciate the invite and I'm looking forward to the conversation. Ethan, where are we Zooming each other from? Now, of course, I'm in Edinburgh, UK, as always. I am in Colorado Springs, Colorado, uh, on the east side of the front range of the Rocky Mountains. In, uh, in the States. So several thousand miles between us in a different time zone. So let's get into a conversation about personalized video. Now, now this, is, this is fascinating. Personalized video is sending messages to people that are videos instead of emails. Uh, there are a few companies out there that do that. Bonjoro is one, Loom's another. But you have a company which you've launched, which has got the intriguing name of BombBomb. But before we get into this chat about personalized video, give me a little bit of background about yourself, Ethan. Where have you come from? How's your career developed? And, and basically, what makes Ethan Butte tick? Gosh, that's a really big question, but I'll, I'll stick to the career side of that. I came up in local television marketing and promotion. So uh, when I was in college at the University of Michigan, uh, I, I developed an interest in communication and psychology and landed an internship at a local television station, the local Fox affiliate in my hometown of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and uh, and wound up doing that for about a dozen years or so. I ran marketing inside you know, local broadcasters in the States, you know, we don't have a, like a BBC, it's a town by town, company by company. And so I ran marketing inside an ABC station, an NBC station, a Fox station. And, you know, after a dozen years, uh, it became a bit repetitive. It wasn't particularly interesting to me. And so I was doing a lot of project work. Um, And this is, um, you know, kind of the rise of what was called at the time Web 2.0, like the rise of social, the rise of commenting and blogging and just more interaction and participation uh, as web life and web culture kind of developed a little bit. And so I was doing a lot of work there, writing email campaigns and making videos and uh, running uh, paid ad campaigns and those types of things, writing landing pages and stuff. And so I met the two co-founders of BombBomb and uh, was just really interested in what they were doing. I mean, I like the guys personally, 
what we were doing at the time, and this is back in 2008, was just really interesting. It was really new. We'll have a, a bit more conversation about it as we go forward. But uh, I did not arrive at this software company as a software guy, as a technologist. Uh, if anything, I think I'd probably fall more into the Luddite camp. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't look for new tools. I look for solutions to problems I have, uh, whereas other people are a little bit more, you know, tool and solution first. They're looking for reasons to use these new tools. I'm a little bit the other way around. And so um, I come as a brand marketer, as a communicator, and someone who just really appreciates uh, personal, personal relationship. And what was it that attracted you to BombBomb? Was it the fact that they were trying to get people to use personalized video, or was there something else that appealed to you about the company? You know, at the time, it was just the opportunity in general. There were only a handful of people in the company. I think I might have been full-time employee number six or seven. Uh, now we're, you know, more than 150 people. Um, so we've had about 2,000% uh, employee growth, about 16,000% customer growth in the time that I've been here. And um, I just knew it, was, it would be a fun and interesting journey. It was all new to me at the time. I understand better now than I did then how much pioneering was actually going on uh, at a fundamental level uh, with the vision for where we were going. It's quite interesting, isn't it? Because as we'll get into, BombBomb is a company that provides personalized video services and we'll define what personalized video is in a moment. But I'd always assumed that this was a relatively recent thing. You know, it's only the last couple of years that I've been doing it using Bonjoro and Loom, as, as I said before. But you've been doing this since 2008. I didn't realize that this was a thing that far back. Yeah, the company was founded legally in 2006. It took me a couple of years to find them or they to find me. And then I joined full time in 2010. And that's one of the reasons um, I co-authored a book with our chief marketing officer, Steve Passanelli, called Rehumanize Your Business. And it's all about this movement. And, you know, one of my primary motivations in getting that going was that this is something we've been doing for a decade, right? And and it's only now. We have a lot more competition now. There's a lot more nuance to what we're doing. You know, approach this opportunity one way. Other companies are approaching it other ways. You know, we're a bootstrapped company. We've been growing on uh, friends and family money and our own revenue and uh, a couple debt deals over the past decade. Um, a lot of these newer companies are sitting on 40, 50, 60 million dollars in the bank. And so there's a lot of movement and activity in this space. And uh, it's been fun to watch watch the entire movement uh, be pioneered with and through our community. So let's just talk a little bit about what this personalized video actually is. Now, video as a subject comes up on the Marketing and Finance podcast quite often, but mainly we've been talking about whether you should do vlogs on YouTube or whether you should do video content and post it to places like LinkedIn or, or your Facebook profile. We also talk about live video. Should you be going live on Periscope, live on Twitter, live on LinkedIn, if you're lucky enough to have access to LinkedIn live, live on Facebook. But we haven't really covered the personalized video that you're offering. And, and this is all about really using video as an alternative to email, isn't it? Correct. And so one, one something that we developed uh, several years ago to help people understand this opportunity, because you're right, you know, when most people think video in a business context, they think about all those things that you mentioned. They think about a YouTube channel. They think about going live. They think about, you know, video in a, you know, uploaded and embedded in a news feed, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever, uh, Instagram. What we're talking about is simple personal videos in order to establish a more personal and human touch inside 
the faceless digital communication that you rely on every single day. Every single day, everyone listening to this episode right now hits the send button. And these are often important and valuable messages, and yet you're entrusting them to a form of communication that doesn't differentiate you, doesn't build trust and rapport, and doesn't communicate your message nearly as well as if you just look someone in the eye and spoke to him or her. And so this is all that black text on a white screen that you type out and you're relying on it very, very heavily. And so what we're doing is helping people just hit record and talk to people a little bit more often. And the nice thing is it's asynchronous video and typically it's targeted. So a lot of what I advocate for is truly one-to-one where I, Ethan, send you, Roger, a video that says, thank you so much for hosting me on the podcast today. When you asked me this one particular question, it really uh, you know, got me lit up and excited again about this one thing. I just really appreciate you so much and be sure to let me know when the episode releases so that I can share it with the people in my network, right? That's a one-to-one message. You can also do it one-to-many, like if you're working on a project with six other people, two of them within your organization and say two of them are the clients and two more are in partner agencies or partner uh, companies in your business ecosystem. You, know, you can send one video to all those people or if you have a, a database uh, or an email list of people that's 500 or 5,000 or 500,000 people, you could send videos in some of those emails too. So wh- what we're advocating for is a movement we call relationships through video. And we hold that phrase up against marketing through video. And marketing through video is all the stuff that you already mentioned. And there's it's absolutely valuable to your business. But a lot of it is for anonymous consumption, kind of quantity, right? Like we're looking at view counts and these kinds of things. Absolutely. Yeah. Relationships through video is just about being more personal and human in your day-to-day communication. Yeah, I think we all get that warm glow when somebody takes the time to record a video message for us. Now, I remember when when Twitter first introduced the ability to send video. I remember the first time somebody recorded me a video, just saying something a bit like you've said there. Thank you, Roger, for having me on the podcast or whatever it was. I had that, oh my goodness, that's fantastic. I really feel great. And and I almost I do feel that warm connection with that person who expressed their gratitude in that way. And I can see exactly how this can make you stand out as an alternative of just, as you say, send a piece of text via email. But is there a danger that some people might feel it's a little bit too intimate, do you think? Uh, You know, it's like anything. Uh, My argument is that this belongs in the mix. Mm -hmm. This should be a tool that's available to you and you find the right place to use it for you and your business. I would not advocate that you stop sending text emails and you exclusively send videos. I wouldn't say that you need to send a video all of the time. And in fact, we can get into some of the times that video works best in particular in this style. So certainly there is a danger just like anything, right? Um, there's a common phrase that marketers ruin everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Like they, they, they take this new technology or this new opportunity or this new channel and they just beat it up and take all the fun out of it. And so certainly you would run the risk of maybe over skewing to, to this opportunity and or uh, again, in, in the marketers ruin everything concept, you know, if you lack sincerity, if you're doing this exclusively because it's new and different, Uh, and you don't actually feel sincerely about the value and opportunity that you're providing people, you know, video is one of these things that the whole reason it works is that it's all of you. It's your face, your voice, your personality, your tone, your, all these unique 
human qualities that are lacking so often in our communication. And the, and the advantage is you can really put your best self and your best face forward and have people feel like they know you before they meet you. The cautionary side is if you're not actually sincere and you are highly transactional and you're only looking to move numbers exclusively, we need to do both. But if you're only looking to close the transaction or, or rack up uh, numbers and, and statistics and analytics for vanity's sake, that insincerity is going to come through more in video than really in any other channel because of that human quality cuts both ways. It puts your best self forward. But if your best self isn't very attractive to other people because it's very self-motivated, uh, that will come through as well. So that'd be another caution. Yeah, absolutely. I love the fact that you've quoted the marketers ruin everything phrase. I mean, again, that's a topic that comes up on the marketing and finance podcast so many times. I, I often say it, along comes an app. And what do the, uh, the marketers do? They work out a way to use that app to bombard people with annoying messages. And, and I always tell a, a story about, I signed up to go on a webinar. And in the day um, leading up to that webinar, I got an email every hour on the hour from the, web, the um, webinar organiser. It was annoying, and I am subscribed from that particular webinar communication. Just imagine if I'd got a video every hour on the hour. That would have been annoying as well. So I think the message is always, as I as I say to everybody listening to this, is you've got to engage. You've got to use these apps to engage with people, not enrage them. And as you say, it's a, it's a way of striking a balance between that. Um, so let's have a talk about BombBomb, first of all, and, and what you do and how it works. And, but first of all, that incredible name, BombBomb, where did that come from? It, it doesn't actually strike me as being a video-orientated platform. But then having said that, neither does Bonjoro or Loom. So what's the story behind BombBomb? Sure. Uh, the two guys, uh, Darren Dawson and Connor McCluskey, our two co-founders, um, had this idea for the business, and they they didn't have a name for it. The whole idea was at the time, you know, email marketing. Uh, so it was very platform oriented, uh, not a, not as personally oriented as it is now. And we can talk about that transition, but but with video at the center of it, video integrated into the platform as opposed to an add-on, right? It's mm -hmm. not a YouTube integration, although we have one of those. Uh, it's not about, it, it was about making video really easy and seamless in the email creation and sending process. And so, um, again, they didn't have a name for it at the time and they were at some, you know, social function, a party or something. And a, a young woman told Connor that he was the bomb.com. Like you're the bomb.com. And he was like, Oh, that, you know, that's kind of catchy. Like it, it struck him right away. And of course, bomb.com was taken. They weren't funded in a way to go buy URLs from people at, you know, marked up prices. So, um, uh, they took bombbomb.com. And, and so it feels a little bit uh, flippant or casual. But, you know, in hindsight, the way I talk about it is, you know, you are your own best sales asset. When people say yes, they're saying yes to you, to who you are. They're saying yes to the terms and the features and the benefits and the price point and all these other things whenever they're saying yes. But they're saying yes in part to you and the trust and rapport that you've built. And so, you know, you're the bomb. Uh, and it was popular slang at the time. You're the bomb. He's the bomb. She's the bomb. The taco's the bomb. <laughs> you know, that that kind of thing. And so it's it popular slang. It just really connected. Uh, and, and ultimately, again, it is about you being your own best self more often. Yeah. And I guess the whole thing about Bomb Bomb and what you offer is the convenience. Now, I'm sitting here thinking now, if I didn't have an app like Bomb Bomb, how would I send a video reply to somebody? Now, obviously, I could do it on Twitter because they've built in the ability to do that. But even thinking back to before Twitter came up with option to do that, I would probably have to take my phone out, record a piece of video 
of me saying whatever it is, thank you for um, having me on the podcast. I then have to either upload that into my email and then risk the file being too big to go through the email server or whatever. That often happens when I try to send big files through email. And that must be what it's all about. It's the convenience of just being able to hit record, speak, do your video, and then press send. And it all happens really quickly and really easily. Yeah, good observation. We we make the recording and sending process seamless in one workflow. Uh, a couple of other things, another way to do it, like you're right about the attachment, right? Especially with the phones and, and the webcams that we have now are such high quality that these video files are far too large to attach. But even if it did go through, they wouldn't be able to see you. They'd have to download your entire video before they saw you at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last thing we need is another, you know, 27 meg file buried deep on our hard drive or on our phone. And so another way to go would be you upload it to YouTube, but then you mark it to private or unlisted because it's not for your channel. It's just for these three people. Uh, and then you what? Maybe you screenshot it and put the screenshot in the email and link the screenshot back over to the YouTube. Like nonsense. We want to make it nice easy, seamless. We have proprietary technology that we built that encodes your video while you're recording it. So as soon as you hit stop, it's just ready to send. Whereas, you know, uh, you upload a video to Facebook or LinkedIn, it says, hey, we'll let you know when this video is ready. Correct. We not, we take care of that for you. And then we also do all the tracking on the backside. So we'll tell you when your email gets opened, when your video gets played, if you have links, what links got clicked. If you send a mass uh, video email, we'll tell you who opened it and who didn't, how long people are watching your video on average. You can segment lists of people based on what they did or did not do. And so um, we do all of that for you. And the other unique thing that we do, I think we do this across platforms for you. So we work we have our own web application so you can go to bombbomb.com and log in and, and do a bunch of stuff there. We also have mobile apps for iPhone and for Android. We also work inside the Gmail inbox. We also work inside many Outlook inboxes. We also have integrations with Salesforce, uh, Outreach, and a number of other platforms. And so our whole goal is to get you face-to-face with more people more often from wherever you're working and provide that video recording experience, the tracking feed, and all this other stuff seamlessly across all of these locations. And so wherever you want to be recording and sending videos and knowing what's going on with them, we try to be there for you. It's really interesting. And I'm now starting to think about all the different ways that you could use this to engage with your customers and with your clients. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. Now, of course, I'm sitting here thinking, well, if somebody subscribed to my email list, for example, I could send, a, uh, instead of the the usual standard form that AWeb sends to them saying, thank you for subscribing. I'll send you your free content, whatever that might be. I could actually send an email through BombBomb with an embedded video saying, thank you so much for taking the time to subscribe to my email list, John or Helen or whatever you're called. That makes them feel warm because it's a personal message. So that's one use. I guess if if I'm running a financial advisor practice or something like that and somebody makes an appointment with me, I could send them a video email to say, thanks for making an appointment. It's on Tuesday at three o'clock. You might want to read this article and I'm going to send you a link to this article in advance. Those are the two things that came to the top of my head then just thinking about it, but I'm sure you've got lots of other examples of how you could use this. Sure. You're thinking about it the right way though, Roger. I mean, you started essentially on the left side of a funnel. Of course, we all know that the physics of a traditional funnel are wrong. People don't fall through the funnel. They fall out of the funnel. Uh, and so I like to think of the funnel as left to right. And, the, and it goes something like this. 
you're generating opportunities or leads or whatever you want to call them over on the left side. And you need to engage these people, create some level of conversation or participation or buy-in. Then you want to do something like, you know, you offered there, which is set appointments and actually have those appointments held Mm. and then follow up after the appointment again, to differentiate yourself, especially if, if they're interviewing other professionals or they're looking at other companies for your product or service. Uh, then there's the commitment phase where they actually commit to participate with you. You need to onboard them to your product or service and make sure that they get off to a great start. Then you need to make sure that they get the value that you promised them, you know, that they're getting the impact or the outcome or the benefit that they purchased initially. And then you want to create that positive upward spiral on the other side of that funnel, this kind of growth and impact loop where um, you're getting online reviews, you're getting referrals, you're getting repeat purchasing, you're getting a larger share of wallet, all of these various ways to look at expansion within each opportunity, looking at each customer as an opportunity to create more customers and to create more revenue uh, in kind of a virtuous positive cycle. And so across that entire life cycle, you have opportunities to be more personal, more human, to communicate more clearly, to have people feel more connected to you, to break down complex and detailed topics, right? These points of friction that tend to confuse people or slow them down or make them stop and kind of go cold on you. You can explain things in layperson's terms that makes you you the, the trusted authority and the expert, but also makes it easier for them to understand and more comfortable to move forward. And so, you know, whatever your lead gen looks like on the top side, um, you know, if you're using AWeber and people are signing up for your newsletter list, you could actually probably record one video, use something like a Vimeo or a YouTube or maybe an integration that AWeber has and have a generic video in there. But that just, you know, in addition to whatever it automatically says in text, you would maybe have a video there that introduces yourself and welcomes them. And that can work pretty well. We call that an evergreen video. You record Mm -hmm. it once and you use it over and over and over again as the opportunity comes up. I would say the same thing about, say, onboarding. What does a new customer tend to ask over and over again? And how much time are you or your team members spending answering the same question again? Like, new day, new client, same question, same answer. That's a great place to create a video that you can record once and use over and over again. And that might go into an email. It might go into a blog post or a blog series. It might even go to your YouTube channel because if you're addressing common questions, that might actually be good for lead gen. Like if you title it well, and describe it well and tag it well, that that answer to a customer question could actually generate leads for you on YouTube. But, but we also make it easy to put those into automation sequences and to send those out, to have them in your library to send as you need them. But what you said, uh, Roger, was really, really important. We need to think about how to be more personal in a lot of this stuff, greeting someone by name, speaking specifically to what you know about him or her. So in your appointment setting example, you want to build value to, to increase show rates, right? There's no reason to set the appointment if it only holds at, you know, 40%. How do we make sure that 80 or 90% of our appointments actually hold as scheduled? And so building value into that upcoming thing, right? Like I love that you offered this idea that you have an article for them to look at, or, you know, I'm reviewing your file right now. I'm putting a lot of time into this and so is my team member. And we're really looking forward to bringing a great plan that's going to work for you to this meeting on Thursday at 10 a.m., And then after the appointment is where you really, really win people over because now not only do you know whatever the intake form information is, the basic stuff, you've spent time with these people. You know what excites them. 
You know what concerns them. You know what their hesitations or objections are. You know whether or not they're looking at other competitors of yours and, you know, maybe even where you fall in the interview order. And so you can speak to that as well. And so we see this opportunity to, to uh, follow up with appointment sets and follow up with appointments held as a really great winning play that tees up the rest of that entire relationship to let people know that you work a different way. And I'm assuming the response rates to video are a lot better than they are to standard text. I mean, because of that personal um, commitment that you've given to somebody and, and because they feel that you've taken the time to record something special, I'm sure that you'll have evidence to suggest that people respond in a much um, more positive way than standard text. Correct. Uh, 81% of our customers who sent at least 10 videos say they get a higher uh, reply and response rate. And I think it's one in six say they doubled or more than doubled their reply rate. And I love the language you use here. And you used it about five or 10 minutes ago as well. This this kind of, the idea is this gift of your time and attention, right? Mm. You cannot fake that, that experience you had on Twitter where you thought, gosh, that's something special. I really appreciate that. This gift of time and attention in a world that is faceless, digital, largely automated, this idea that you can take 45 seconds out of your day and let another human being know that you see them, you hear them, you appreciate them, and you have some value or opportunity for them, that is a deep, deep human need. We all need attention and we all need just a little bit of appreciation. And so there's something deeply human here that I have not quantified yet that I know produces a more effective piece of communication, but also a more satisfying one. There's also something satisfying about bringing these messages to life. Actually, I'm going to use the word perform. Mm. Um, you know, again, like let's say an appointment follow-up where you're, where you're restating what excites them, you're thanking them, you're overcoming objections again, you're reminding them what the next steps forward are. You're not performing it in a fake way. You're not performing it as a stage actor performs a character and a script that was written for him or her. You're just being yourself. But there's something about performing this message and bringing it to life instead of typing it through a keyboard that is a more satisfying experience for you. We have This was an interesting piece of feedback we got. We did a, a research project with a, a guy working on his doctorate at Harvard Business School. And, and he was interested in getting at some of these video effects in email compared to, to text email. He had done a lot of research around text email. And something that he brought back to me is he was putting the design together and spoken with a couple dozen of our customers in order to des- uh, create a research design uh, for the project was that people reported not just this idea that my recipients, the recipients of my videos feel closer to me. They feel like they know me before they meet me. They respond more often. They respond more warmly, et cetera. But our customers also reported to him that they feel closer to the people they're sending the videos to, which is a very interesting dynamic. And again, I think there's something about living this out and being comfortable in your own skin and being yourself more often, uh, that is a deeply satisfying way to work and not just a more effective way to work. I agree. And we're surrounded these days by all these developments in the marketing sphere. And quite often, as you've said, these developments might be efficient in terms of transmitting messages, but they're often incredibly 
bland and faceless and they don't engage. And and I, I am still an advocate that if you're not engaging, then you're going to enrage people. And if you enrage people, they ain't going to do business with you. Human beings like face-to-face interactions. We always have done. And that's why, to me, this personalised video is so powerful. And that's, that's why I, I, I've really enjoyed this conversation. One potential issue, though, Quite a lot of the companies that I do work with as a marketing consultant within the financial services industry in the UK, extremely paranoid about regulation, extremely paranoid about letting people into their IT environment. And quite a lot of video often gets blocked by company firewalls. And one of the fears I would have is that I would send using BombBomb, I would send a video to somebody and they click open, they're sat there in their office, they click open the email and all they'll see is a great big red cross because their internal systems have blocked it because they see it as a potential threat. Now, personally, I think this is an extremely paranoid and, and quite old-fashioned view, but unfortunately, it's it's one that still seems to happen. So how, how do we get over those those issues? There's no magic to this. The way that we deliver your video is we we take the first – this is another unique thing that we do. We take the first three seconds of your video and turn it into a little animated preview. We say like play 37-second video, and it's the first three seconds of your video looping. Mm-hmm. And so essentially, we're just adding another image to your email. Uh, we're not adding a 175 megabyte video to your email. So essentially, it's got the same weight as your email signature or any other image that you might add into an email. And so uh, I can't promise any company that promises you 100% deliverability into the inbox, whether it's a video company or not, is grossly exaggerating uh, and or misrepresenting and or lying. There's no guarantee of 100% deliverability, especially in terms of commercial email. But we do, uh, we manage the video process to be as deliverable as possible while being as engaging as possible. Uh, Something we've done for a number of our clients who have large corporate audiences is we have a set of, uh, we we can get whitelisted into a particular company domain. Uh, And so that's something we do all the time on behalf of our customers who are communicating into very large organizations where, you know, whoever's running IT has, you know, the, the quarantine mechanism set to, you know, nuclear level, you know, it's cranked up to 11 um, because, you know, that's that person's job. They're supposed to be risk averse and highly protective. Um, But I guarantee inside those companies, you go into your quarantined file and you see emails that you were expecting a week ago and you wondered why they never arrived and they're just sitting there in the quarantine box. So um, we can very easily, it's just, we do it very regularly, uh, get our domains whitelisted on your behalf. In the case that you're using BombBomb in Gmail or Outlook or some of these other circumstances, they're managing the email send. And so it's not even commercial class. Like if you uploaded a list of a thousand people into BombBomb and sent a video email to a thousand people, it's a commercial email send like AWeber Mm. or MailChimp or Constant Contact or your CRM. It's all commercial class delivery. And those um, obviously have even more uh, restrictions from a deliverability standpoint than kind of a a personal Outlook to Outlook or Gmail to whatever. And so uh, depending on the way you use BombBomb, a lot of that is delivered by, um, you know, this this one-to-one sending mechanism. Another thing that we do to improve delivery is when you're truly sending one-to-one, we remove all of the legal uh, markings on the email, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's not 
it's not commercial email, right? Commercial email is typically uh, bulk. Hmm. Um, and so if you're truly sending one message to one person from one email address, we strip off all of the, you know, the unsubscribe and some of these other things that are legally required in the States. Um, we strip those off, which also enhances deliverability as well, because those are signals to these kind of machines that are deciding what email gets delivered when those things tell them this is a bulk email. And so maybe set it off to the side or subject it to additional scrutiny. So we manage that situation better as well. Last thing I'll say is, you know, if you're looking for reasons not to participate, if you're looking for reasons not to like this idea, you can find them. I just want to say a lot of them are excuses. If you're hiring people into your organization well, and you're training them well, and you trust them, and you recognize that they are your company's best asset, then why continue to cloak them behind digital anonymity? Why why hire someone based on their great interpersonal skills and hide them behind faceless voicemails and faceless emails? right? This just allows you to be a little bit more yourself, a little bit more off in order to build that human connection. So this isn't for every company. It's not for every person. If you're highly transactional and incredibly high volume, and and it's not about the relationship, if trust and rapport are not important to your sales process, um, then then maybe this isn't for you. If on the other hand, the relationship matters, a long-term relationship matters, building trust and rapport earlier and faster are valuable to you, then this is an opportunity you should consider and be honest with yourself about what barriers you're putting in your own way by telling yourself stories about what is and what isn't, what should and what shouldn't be, what can and what can't be. Um, because again, if we want to, we can come up with all the reasons in the world to do something or not do something. Uh, so I just want, I just encourage people to be honest with themselves about the way they're going to market, what success looks like, and if this could be a greater part of that success. I absolutely agree with you. We are surrounded by excuses and a lot of the reasons that people put forward as to why they can't use video or why they can't use social media is genuinely an excuse. And my opinion is exactly the same as yours. Something like this gives such an engaging and personalized experience, which is going to make the customer feel warm about you and your company. And if a customer feels warm about you and your company, they're so much more likely to do business with you than if you bombard them with dull and faceless and unpersonalized crap. So stop the excuses and have a look at personalized video. Ethan, it's been fabulous to talk to you this afternoon. I'm hoping that people listening to the show might want to get in touch with you, talk a little bit more about BombBomb. So what's the best way that they should get in touch with you? Sure. I'll offer a few things. And first, thank you so much for hosting this conversation. I think it's just such a cool opportunity, whether BombBomb or another service. My whole goal is that people are, are are being more themselves, comfortable in their own skin and building real relationships because it's going to be a better world when we're more ourselves and we feel more connected to the people that we're doing business with on both sides uh, of any business relationship. Um, again, my name is Ethan Butte. My last name is spelled B-E-U-T-E. I welcome your connection on LinkedIn. Just add a note to it. You can just find me, Ethan Butte, on LinkedIn. Uh, I've been spending more time there over the past couple of years, and I find it to be a very wonderful place to get to know people. Uh, I also welcome direct communication. You can email me directly with your comments or your questions. It's just Ethan, E-T-H-A-N, at bombbomb.com. That's the word bomb twice. B-O-M-B, B-O-M-B.com. Of course, our website is bombbomb.com. You can check out the book, Rehumanize Your Business at bombbomb.com slash book. So there are a variety of ways to connect with me. I welcome uh, direct communication. I'm just really excited about more people participating in this movement to be a little bit more personal and human every day. 
And I'll include the links to all of those that you've said in the show notes for the podcast, which you can find at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash M-A-F. That's rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash M-A-F. Ethan, thanks once again for coming on the show. It's been absolutely fascinating talking to you today about personalised video. I'm very excited about this. I will give myself a little slap on the wrist and remind myself to do a little bit more of it. I do use it, but I probably don't use it enough. Thanks for coming on the show. Hopefully one day we'll be able to catch up in person rather than over the screens. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Do please look at the show notes at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MAF for links to the apps and topics and books we discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash iTunes and leave a review. I'll catch you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep marketing your business to keep growing your business.